Welcome to my podcast, The Cross in the Desert. I'm Randy L. Noble, and I want to say thank you so much for taking time out of your busy life to join me today on my podcast. One of the most important things I can do as a Christian for my dear Iranian friends who suffer daily under the oppressive dictatorship government is to pray for them to pray that God will pour out his protection and blessing on them as they go out in the streets to protest against an unjust government, to pray that God will open up the doors for them to leave and escape Iran and go to a country, another country, where there is hope and freedom for them. Every Sunday evening, I meet with my Christian friend Heather on the internet, and we spend up to two hours praying for the oppressed people in Iran, especially women who are specifically targeted by the morality police for refusing to wear their hijab. Now, since September of last year, we have been really busy praying and being a voice for Iranian women, and that was after the unjust murder of 22-year-old Masa Amidi. You remember, she was in the news. She was beaten while in custody for wearing an improper hijab. She went into a coma and died. Her death sparked the woman life freedom uprising in Iran. And by January of this year, over 700 peaceful protesters had been shot and murdered by this evil government and over thousands more arrested and tortured and even some executed. It has been hell on earth for my Iranian friends. Now, I remember distinctly during one of our prayer sessions in January of this year, I remembered sharing this story with Heather. It was the tragic story of a young Iranian schoolgirl who had been severely beaten in the head by security forces while at school. Her name, Hasti Hussein Panahi, just 16 years old. Now, what happened was the school principal confronted her and her classmates and showed them all a video of all of them taking part in an anti-government protest rally. And in this video, you could see a, a picture of Hasti ripping up a picture of the supreme leader. Folks, that, that can mean the death penalty. Well, they were all shocked that this principal had this video. And it was a few minutes later that Hosti and her classmates were taken away from the school to some undisclosed location. And there, they were subjected to intense, severe beating by security forces. And as a result, Hosti suffered severe brain trauma and she lapsed into a coma. Well, the story that the school told the parents of Hosti was that she threw herself out of a, a van going at high speed, and that's, that's why she has this brain injury. And of course, that's an absolute lie. They always cover their tracks with false stories. Like in the case of Masa Amini, they invented this video and put it up on the internet showing a young girl fainting and said, well, Masa, you know, she had a heart attack and that's what happened. She went into a coma. Well, that's a lie. That's not what happened to Hosti. Now, it was at this same time that this happened to Hosti and her schoolmates that 
all of a sudden in the news there was the story of hundreds of young schoolgirls being rushed to the hospital suffering from some type of toxic poisoning. And right away, all of us human rights activists, we knew exactly what was going on. We knew the government was behind these deliberate poisonings of the schoolgirl. Why? Well, the schoolgirls had put up videos on the internet of them protesting. And when the government saw them, as they do as the cyber police, they monitor everything. When the government saw these videos and knew it came from the schoolgirls, we knew right away that they were exacting revenge on them. And that's why the poisonings were taking place. All of this was happening at the time I met with Heather one Sunday night in January. And I told her about Hosti. And I remember I began crying, praying. And I cried out to God, Hosti, please God, heal Hosti. Please miraculously awaken her out of a coma and I remember in my prayer time I had memorized this beautiful promise from Psalm 81 verse 10 and it reads this way in the Passion Translation open your mouth with a mighty decree I will fulfill it now you'll see the words that you speak so shall it be And I remember in this prayer time, based on this beautiful promise of the psalm, I said, Awaken, Hosti, awaken. I speak life unto you. Awaken from your coma. Well, this powerful promise from Psalm 81.10 gave me just an incredible boldness to decree Hosti's healing and confidently expect that she would awaken from her life-threatening comatose condition. Well, since that January night, months passed by. There were no more updates about Hostie's condition. I saw nothing in the news, but we continued to meet. Heather and I continued to meet and pray for her recovery. And it was in the month of March, I remember specifically, it was that same month, that same year, where I published my newest book, Uprising, We Are the Revolution. And in that book, I told the tragic stories of young Iranian women just like Hosti who had been killed by the government for peacefully protesting in the streets. And you know, I published that book to educate my readers because I want them to know about the daily struggles of my Iranian friends living under a dictatorship government. Now, I remember also that the last news item I had read about Hostie's condition was that doctors had sadly informed her family that she's brain dead. There's no hope for her recovery. But listener, doctors don't have the final word. When doctors say there is no hope, that's exactly when Jesus steps in and declares... I am writing your story, dear Hostie. I will have the final say. I am writing the next chapter of your life, and no demonic force in hell can stop your miracle. Three months after our passionate prayer for Hostie's recovery, Jesus miraculously awakened Hostie from her coma. You cannot begin to imagine 
the absolute joy that Heather and I experienced when we read this in the news. There had been no news for so long, and when we read this, we just leapt for joy. Hosti emerged from her coma, and it had been six months. And then there's a picture of her in a wheelchair. Now, she's unable to move her arms and legs because of the severe brain trauma that she suffered. But Heather and I know, without a doubt, that God is not finished with Hostie's miracle. We're just overwhelmed at joy at what God has done in response to our decree. That one January night when we cried out in prayer, Hostie, awaken. But you know, we also know this for sure. God didn't revive Hostie from a life-threatening coma to leave her confined to a wheelchair for the rest of her life. We are still praying and we are fully expecting our great God to finish writing Hostie's miraculous story that he is going to rise her up. He is going to raise her up out of that wheelchair so she can finish school. Our prayer is also that God will open a door for Hostie and for her family to escape from Iran and find a host country with a doctor that will treat her for her current paralysis. You know, no 16-year-old girl should have to live under such oppressive conditions with the fear of being beaten for not wearing a hijab whenever you go out publicly. The young women of Iran, well, now the government has them under video surveillance And small business owners will be shut down if they even allow them to come inside their places of business without wearing a proper hijab. That's what life is like for them. It's a living hell. I regularly use Psalm 72 when praying for my dear Iranian friends. Psalm 72 is a powerful promise that God will rescue the oppressed when they cry out to him. Verse 12 declares that he will redeem them from oppression and violence for their lives are precious to him. That's from the New Living Translation. Based on that beautiful promise, I can say this for a fact. Hosti's life is precious to our compassionate God. He has not yet finished writing her story. He has a plan and purpose for her life. And very soon... Heather and I expect that we will hear the amazing news that she can finally walk again. I wish I could share more miracles about what happens to my friends in Iran. I wish every day I could share that, but this is one miracle I will never forget. And I am so grateful to our passionate, loving God of mercy who answered our prayers and decrees and awakened Hosti out of that coma. And as I mentioned, he's not finished writing her story yet. She's going to walk again. I just ask you as a listener to my podcast, please remember the name Hosti Panahi and pray for her to walk again, to live normal again, to live in a country where she doesn't have to worry about what she wears when she goes out publicly. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. God bless you and have a great week.